You're listening to the SoulCast broadcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, where we bring awareness to toxic relationships, encourage singles growth, and improve couples strengthening. We're helping you break the bonds that have broken you and build the bonds that will better you. Join us every week on Facebook Live Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and 4.30 p.m. Central. You can also send your questions to Instagram at AskTheMartins as well as Twitter at AskTheMartins. Let's get into this week's episode. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today, Ms. Ma'am? So we're going to talk about, I, I called it the accidental side chick for a reason. Okay. Um, and this, you, here's the thing. Back in July, I don't know if y'all saw this. It was an explosive story where a young lady, and I won't mention her name. You can Google it. A young lady was on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and saw all of these congratulations to somebody that was getting married that she had been dating for two years. I remember and that. And she was like, wait a minute. Congrat! He's married to who? Wait, we've been dating for two years. What? What is going on? And so, it it what was scary about that situation is that that was not the first we had heard of situations like that. We have had multiple young ladies reach out to us telling us that hey, I was dating someone, I was in a relationship with someone, and then. Um, come to find out, lo and behold, either they were already married or they had just gotten married. And I found out via Facebook. I think one young lady, it was like their wedding anniversary. And she found out that way because everybody was congratulating them. And so we wanted to bring the other side. I know last week we talked about the Kevin Hart situation um and infidelity but we wanted to bring the other side of it we're not championing for side chicks that's not what we're doing we're talking about the women who have accidentally become the other woman unbeknownst to them they're dating someone they're in these situations and then find out and their whole world is ripped from underneath them because they weren't able to see the signs absolutely and this was a touching situation for us because what we do we spend a lot of time seeing things from a 360 degree point of view from all directions but our heart is there to help heal other broken hearts and it breaks our heart when we find people in these situations however because of media exposure because of some people putting themselves out there as the side chick which is a word that i do not like using really right absolutely um there you know there is a disdain there is a hate there is a disgust um there is a despising of women or the other woman in these right. type situations right and she's automatically demonized absolutely and the reason why that is is because there is an ultimate fear the ultimate fear is that for most women um they're afraid that someone else is out there trying to take something or someone yes from them and that's a very vulnerable experience that's a very vulnerable place to be to have a relationship a secure relationship and to feel like there, there's someone out there trying to take something away from you yes but but before we get into the I, I know you have some nitty-gritty to give us as far as avoiding that scenario mm-hmm. before we get into that scenario I kind of want to pull everyone in here to see the other side where there is another side of a just a simple woman who sought to be loved and it's hard for us to see that um without any judgment or any condemnation and the reason why is because of social media and media at large that has promoted that this is a standard type of woman who means to do this kind of thing but the question is you know well how do they not know 
How do they not know that this man has a family? How do they not know that this man is already taken? How do they not know that this man is? And so my question that I re up, up uh, that I pose and I turn it back around and say, how do you not know? Right. If this is your man and this is a man who you've shared your bed with, if this is a man that you're supposed to know that you've given so much of yourself to a man that you're supposed to be so into. How do you not know that he's out there doing the things that he's doing? And when you think of it from that point of view and that perspective, it's a very vulnerable and very hurtful perspective, but it's also a perspective that calls into accountability that men. Absolutely. I absolutely. Who said that men are uh, experts of a double life? Um, oh, well, I wouldn't say expert. I, I, I couldn't do it. I'm too. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm too crazy. But. <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, that's not the reason. It's the, right. re the reason is he the doesn't motive. lie. There's well, no motivation. He's, yeah, he's right. Yeah, but and, and that's what I want to get to. I, I want to get people to the point where there is an opportunity to have a level of compassion um, for the women in these other in, in this in this instance. And no, we are not giving a pass to those who do know. But I guarantee you, based upon our experience mm -hmm. um interacting uh helping people right uh through this heartbreak that there are a lot a lot of women who don't know and the problem is is that here's the reason why the wife doesn't know or the main woman doesn't know if you will the reason why they don't know is because they invested into a person that they trusted right no woman and correct me if i'm wrong no woman invests themselves intimately and fully into someone that they don't expect mutual reciprocity from right. and don't trust them. They don't trust. And then a lot of them won't even invest all of them into a situation without knowing and having assurance from that man that this is something more than a uh casual situation we're not just i should hope most of us when we get into a situation where we're pouring are all into a relationship it is because there has been either in our mind right. or they have implanted it in our minds that this is something more than a casual relationship so what ends up happening is you have the other woman you have the main woman both of them investing into this guy and the guy gets a slippery pass because he plays victim mm -hmm. and the main woman or wife gives him that pass because she has invested so much it's hard to let go and so both of them are victims and he's playing victim and he's not being held accountable now i want to take a moment right here as i as i try to create this this level of empathy right um, i'm just trying to be a voice in the wilderness of someone who has actually uh counseled people through this Okay. Right, right. And it's not and, easy. And it's not easy. But I want to get I want to be uh, take the moment here. And I want to say that while it sounds like we're picking on men, we're not. It's just that 98. Trust me, we are not. But 98.8% of the cases we get dealing with that kind of stuff is males perpetrating the crime, if you will. Right. And if yeah, the thing is, we're not beating up on men. Women are just the only people that come to us with these issues. Right. Majority of the content that we develop are based on things that y'all have brought to us, things that y'all have sent us emails, inboxed us, anything about that situation. So 
brothers, if you want us to hit on the other side of things, definitely hit us up. Hit us up. Now, here's the other thing that the woman who comes to us goes through is she goes through that hurt. Mm-hmm. And there's a very unique hurt that she goes through. I'm sorry about that. There's a very unique hurt that she goes through because not only is she does she feel used, she feels dirty. She feels discarded. She feels rejected. And that's a hurt. That's a special kind of hurt. It's not a breakup hurt. It's right. a right. how could this happen to me kind of hurt. Yes. Because uh, as a woman, when you're in that situation, when you're dating someone, you are picturing your future with them you are telling all your girlfriends about them you're telling your family i know you know there are women out there who have their stuff together business owners out there are running their life doing their thing and they feel like they've bought they've found the perfect clyde to their bonnie and so when you have it all together from a professional and social and economic place um and even if you don't but when you have it together in other areas of your life and something like this comes crashing down on you you how did i not see this how could this happen to me absolutely i'm supposed to be up here all my friends look up to me like this how did this happen to me and trust us it, it, it's, it's it's no in particular case i know someone who who probably have reached out to us is like is that my story no no <laughs> it's a bunch of stories that have come across our table there was one time where we got hit back to back to back to back i thought it was an epidemic i thought like it was, thought the, it was apoco- the same dude right the apocalypse of cheaters coming on up in here but that that's what was happening our goal was to heal them the next thing after they get that hurt is the fear because you're looking at women who never saw themselves as the other woman Right, 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 right. right. And they have a certain disdain for the other woman, right? Right. And so you see a woman who is dealing with the fear of rejection, the fear of uh, and guilt and shame. What if that happens to me? It's like a scarlet letter being put on your back, like a kick me sign. And somebody's playing a joke on you. You know what I'm? Go ahead, babe. Yes. For those of y'all who are new to the podcast, I raise my hand when I have a question (laughs) so I don't cut him off, even though he does not observe the same courtesy. But... What I will say is in this very moment, when you are in this vulnerable place or it makes you the most vulnerable to becoming the accidental side chick to the very intentional side chick. And let me tell you how, because as soon as you get to this fear of rejection and then being called something else, Mm. you still have another man, the man in your corner telling you, but baby, you're different. Baby, it's not what it looks like. Baby, you don't understand. Baby, I promise you, I did this because this over here is going bad. But as soon as I get this situated, I'm going to be back over here. And so that because you fear being alone, you fear losing what you've invested in and you fear being painted as something other than just a good woman who is in love with what you thought was a good man. You say, yes. okay, baby, I'm going to be over here waiting for you. Okay, baby, I'm going to stay right here. But you promise you're going to leave. You promise you was getting ready to leave next year when your child left. Okay, I'm going to be over here. And that's exi- this place of fear is usually where the tables turn. Right, right. But then there's also, so so wait a minute, before we go further, I want to ask, so is that fear mixed with a little bit of hope? Like, yes. like, he's, he, like he's feeding her, like either at this point he lets her go and he moves on about his life or he puts his hooks in deeper by, by saying, okay, I'm sorry you found out about that, but this is what I'm going to do about it. Right. It's it's a it's hope because when this happens, you still feel like I mean, we've all experienced death 
a severe death, a severe loss in our family. And the one thing that you continue to do is replay that over and pray to God that it's a bad dream. Pray to God that it is another explanation for this. So um, the same thing happens here. When something has been ripped from you, your world has been turned upside down. It feels like you something has died. And so the only thing that you can do is hope that there's another explanation and hope that things are going to turn around because guess what, baby, you different. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so there's also a fear of having that, um, having an, a, a run in with the other woman because you thought you were the main. Mm-hmm. And so there's also a fear of running into the actual main person. And so you have that. But then following. Wait, wait. Uh-huh. If you found out, chances are you didn't already ran into her. She didn't ran into your car. One or the other. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe. Let it be Takara Martin, <laughs> right? But but then but then after that fear, right, comes the anger, and with the anger comes the the self hatred, the the self um, mutilation, if you will, emotionally, mm-hmm. where you want to hurt somebody. Sometimes you want to hurt yourself, and sometimes, and most of the time, you want to hurt him and that other relationship, right? And so you seek vengeance, mm. and that's the part that I, I won't lie. I've had trouble counseling because one of my biggest things was is, is accountability and uh, and, you know, ex, ex, you know, it's expose, well, expose yeah. blow it up, blow it. Up. But the reason why I Screenshot. don't allow that, <laughs> the reason why I don't allow that, this is the, there's one reason why you should never after having had this, this happen to you. There is one reason why you should never seek vengeance. Mm-hmm. because you're looking at an opportunity to hurt him like he hurt you and with that in mind yes no no finish your statement okay okay and with that in mind um you're looking at uh, an opportunity to hurt him like he hurt you but you'll never get the full opportunity to see that relationship fall apart because you have another woman there who has invested just as much as you and it takes time for that relationship to fall apart and so you're waiting for the response and that keeps you emotionally connected to him and that hurts you more so when you go out and you say I'm gonna blow you up. I'm gonna tell her everything. And and guess what? Because she has the same hope, because she's been fed with the same lies, because she has been given the same line, she's gonna hold on a little bit longer too. And you guys will she'll start seeing you as the enemy rather than him as the liar. Right. Listen, y'all, this just happened in Georgia not more than two weeks ago, where you had a pregnant woman going to confront the other woman and somebody ended up dead shooting a gun people aren't playing nowadays with their relationship with their family that they've invested so hard into even if you're that person on the receiving end of that so you the one thing about seeking revenge that that they don't show you in the movies other than snaps is that people are willing to go above and beyond the call of duty Mm -hmm. to get you to uh understand that that's mine and you can't have what's mine right Absolutely. Did I step and, on and our point? No, no. Okay. Actually, you made a great point, and there's a pride there. Yeah. There is a pride that I stand up for mine, but you better believe there is a gradual um, uh, destruction going on within that relationship, within that home. Mm-hmm. I just don't 
entertain that thought because my first, our first thing is to help people go through all those, um, all those moves. We have to help them get through the hurt. Right. Then we have to help them get through the, um, the fear and help them get through the anger and to disconnect them, walk them through the process of disconnecting from that person. Right. Generally it takes some counseling and also a book and we walk them through that and we help them get healthy without the interference of that and it usually and, and it usually helps but what we want to do today mm-hmm. i think i think this is what you wanted to do yes what we want to do today is kind of give you some signs to help you start asking questions um and to start being more more aware uh hashtag woke <laughs> woke dating <laughs> in to help, 2018 to help, huh? you to, to help you to be more aware about so that you don't become in this situation the reason why we're speaking on this as counselors as people who have dealt with this um even uh not not, not only professionally but purposely per, uh, personally is to help you miss this it's better for us mm-hmm. to give you preventative right measures then i have to see you on the back end because that doesn't feel good all right i'm gonna go through now and help y'all avoid how do you avoid (laughs) um these kind of situations or at least begin to see the signs because what happens is we get into relationships and we're so excited to be in a relationship to have a man that we miss the key things that are uh potentially going on behind the scenes so we want to give you just some 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 highlights of things that you should be looking for as you're dating someone okay okay go ahead so the first one you feel like the most important person in the world when they're around, mm-hmm. but as soon as they're gone, you cannot tell that they're into you. Can I get some heart love <laughs> in the form of an amen if that has happened to you? Okay. You feel like the most important thing in the world when they're around, but as soon as they're gone, you have no idea where they're at. So when they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. When they're there, they're all into you. They're yes, wrapping girl. you up and mm-hmm. they're um did you just say yes, girl? <laughs> but but I was a yes girl and them, not you, oh, baby. Okay. Not you. Not you. Yes, girl, you uh, um here's a, a, a kind of a technical term. Love bombing. Uh-huh. You knew I was going there, didn't uh-huh. you? Yes, I did. Love bombing. They what they do is they love bomb, and what and they fill you up enough to keep. It's like filling up your a tank of gas, and they to keep you together until they return. Mm-hmm. Is that what's going on? They do, and they 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 kind of like ration their love out to you when they're away, so you know, baby, hey, texting. I'm on the road, but listen, I got a big tour that I'm on, but I, I promise you, as soon as I get back, I, I'm gonna hook you up. I can't wait to see you. I miss you, girl. Mwah. Bye. By the way, don't call me because if I'm I'm on a set or if I'm in a meeting, I might get in trouble if my phone rings. So I'm gonna call you as soon as my meeting is over. Okay, right. absolutely. Pay attention to that sign. Okay, absolutely. Number two, you. F- Okay, y'all, this is a hard one. You only feel connected to them when you're having sex. And then when you sense that something is off, you use sex to manufacture that connection again. Okay. Okay? So, ladies, a lot of times, men use sex to hook us. Good, bad, ugly. 
they use it because it simulates affection it simulates love it simulates what a woman needs to feel in order to feel love desired wanted it biologically translates being received yes being loved yes and having full attention mm -hmm. okay and whether it's good or bad or whatever the case exactly. may be because once a woman is willing and open mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter she's already acclimated herself to be open to him mm -hmm. okay okay and so that's what you got to look out for number one try please try your hardest not to be dating um, and, and having sex with people like this anyway but you have to be able to separate yourself from that to understand what is really going on so that's why we stress you know not not having sex it's not just about you know biblically it's also about keeping you safe from predators okay right it keeps you no, go, go. <laughs> it keeps, I'm sorry, I was raising my hand for the podcast. Um, it keeps you, since she got on me, not having sex, maintaining your abstinence does not make you any more holy than anyone else. Right. I want you to understand that. Too many of us are trying to go through the rudimentary procedure. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but amen. <laughs> Or the, the 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 traditional procedure of appearing holy and thinking that that is going to get us the right man. No, the right choices get you the right man. Mm. Withholding sex keeps you emotionally safe. Yes, um, I've said it time again. I've said it a, a, a lot of times. Um, you know, I say it to our clients. I say it to everyone. Men are sexual creatures, mm -hmm. but women are holistically sexual. Yes. And because women are holistically sexual, they, they, every part of them is a stimulant. Every mm -hmm. part of them thinking, touching, time, um, doing, doing any, anything that you do all throughout your day, giving them conversation, giving them attention, gifts. all these things, gifts, all of that kind of stuff. And so what happens for a woman is sex is just a physical manifestation of what's already accumulated in her thought processes regarding him. It's the last gate. It's the last door. And once that happens, not only does it change her emotionally, mm -hmm. not only does it make her attach to him, but it also begins to create a biological attachment. Yes. Which causes her um, uh, hormonally, neurologically, all that good stuff. We won't get that deep, but she starts to accommodate him in every part of her being. Does that make sense? It does. And that's why. And I mean, it's hard to break down on this. because it, it is. It is. And we don't we can't get that. We can't get to we deep can't get. But I'm listening in our book in the Soul Ties Detox. We have an entire week <laughs> dedicated to understanding what you are going through when you fall in love with someone and then when they leave what happens when you have to detach from them so right. that's why again we dedicated a whole week to it even in our book because we people you before you can heal from that you have to understand how you were designed and what you were going through absolutely um real quick okay J just saying just too often ladies and i just want to say this um too often have you utilized sex as a teaser or as an opening number to let him see what he's getting later on down the line well, and you leave yourself mm, open and you leave yourself vulnerable mm, <laughs> 
but the problem is is that if if you if you get into it right then and there you are hurting yourself saying no is not about just being wholesome saying no is about being personally emotionally mentally and physically protected protect yourself men too there are places in men where in, in the book talks about that and i'm just saying and men too you, you don't need to you know you don't need to be stacking notches or whatever the case may be there as a matter of fact i've met a lot of good men I, i'm going yeah. to be honest I've, yeah. met, I've met a lot of good men a, a lot of decent men a lot of very emotionally connective men and they do also have problems with being that connective and being um, thwarted or pushed to the side. So it's not just women, but women feel it um, more. It's, right. it's stronger that way. Okay, let's let's go. So we have number one when he is. Um, you feel more he, important when right. he's there, and when he's absent, he is absent when he's ghost. From he's the dead. body and present with the Lord. <laughs> um, number two, you Was only feel connection. yeah. You only feel connected when you're having sex. Okay. Okay. Number three, you never hear their phone ring likely because it's off as a as a, as a partner of mine used to say hint hint clue clue mm -hmm. <laughs> you never hear their phone ring and they have really strange rules about you calling their phone there's always a reason why you can't call their phone at certain times or things like that um or they're always texting be careful of that too mm. kenyon is a texter but at the same time if i need to pick up the phone and call him he will answer People who don't talk on the phone, I, I question that if you just flat out refuse. Is it, is it okay to label this as a part of uh, electronic transparency? Like, like a level of transparency, which yeah. they seem like they're always trying to hide something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the phone all day. And so I typically keep, I do keep my ringer off. But if I'm on the phone and somebody calls me, if you know what I mean? Kenyon sees exactly what's going on. So... Hey, ooh, ooh, ooh. can I do it? Can I do it? Okay. You might not be able to hear it real good on that mic, but I'm, I'm going to do it on this night. This mic. It goes like, hey, baby. Hey, listen, I, I want all my time to be with you. Anytime I am with you, I want my time to be with you. So why don't we just go ahead and turn off our phones? And, mm -hmm. he, and he actually turns his phone not just off, but over. Um, and just <coughs> focus on each other. I've slotted this time. Mm-hmm. Just for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Netflix, chill, wham, bam. Thank you, man. So be right. careful of that. Sometimes I just want to know that your phone is open to me. I want to know, hey, somebody's calling. You know what I mean? Like, really, your kids never call you? Like, nobody ever calls you? That's interesting. Okay. Right. So pay attention to that one. Number four. Mm. you've never met any of their friends or people significant to them or family and they are not particularly interested in meeting yours i mean they don't want to go to church picnics they don't want to come over for dinner with your family christmas time roll around you just hoping they may want to spend some time with your family but nope you're gonna see them on black friday you're gonna see them on uh january the 2nd so you know things wow. like that they you really do not have any kind of indication of where they come from their family their friends whatever um where you see martin and gina hanging out with tommy pam and cole you want that kind of gig 
and they might even meet your friends but best believe it's gonna be a long shot if you meet theirs if this is what they are putting you through but you're so in love you telling your mama well they just work a lot you wanted me to find a good man that work this is the payoff mm -hmm. this is what we do he just works a lot he's just very busy even on a holiday baby even on a holiday all the holidays mm -hmm. every even his birthday but he sees me after he usually sees me after does that make sense oh yeah <laughs> makes perfect sense i just again we just trying to help y'all avoid these situations okay so that was number four number five give me some hearts if you ever heard this one i'm just a really private person so no i don't have facebook nah man all my friends on that my family on that man people are nosy i don't like putting my business out there why you gotta update where you at why you gotta tell people what you eating all the time I'm just a private person, so no, I'm not on social media. Um, are you taking a picture? You finna post it? Oh, nah, girl, come on, man. We don't need to prove to people that we're in love, that we're in a relationship. Why you feel the need to prove that we in a relationship? You ain't got to take no pictures of me. I'm not saying it happened to me, but I might know some people, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm saying this for somebody. I'm, I'm saying it from one of my friends, my sister's cousins, aunties, who said that's happened to her before. So be careful. You ain't, you don't have any social media, like not at all. Listen, there is a website called about.me. Just go in and type in the name, see what, they, see what shows up. Again, not saying I've done it before, but I know some people. This brother got a blacked out LinkedIn profile. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I'm, oh, I was going to say something, but that's, that might hit too close. Tommy, you ain't got no job. You ain't got no job. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Come on. Give me number six. Okay. So, number six. Real dates outside the house rarely happen. Like, like my man said earlier here, baby, I just want to spend all my time with you. They might even pull the, I'm trying to save money for us card, or, you know, listen, you know, I'm, I'm working a few jobs. I got big plans. You mind if we just don't go out? You mind if we go to the movies over this side of town during the daytime, things like that, where it's like most of the time. It, it starts out as let's just chill and you fall for it, right? Because you're like, man, I want to see how you cook. How you, can you cook for a brother? Can you cook? Let me see. You, oh, you can fry some chicken? Oh, dang. Let's do this. So you end up cooking for this dude every time he come over and y'all never go anywhere. You always, you know, and that's how you turn into playing the wife because me and him rarely go out. I'm, well, he, he cooks mostly, but, um, you know, we're cooking, you know, we're at home, we chilling, we watching our shows or whatever. And you start feeling like you're playing house. And you're playing house. That's how you fall into the trap of playing a wife to somebody who has not even taken the investment of putting a ring on your finger mm. is because they start this out trying to tell you that we just want to spend time alone. I just want to spend all my time with you. And then you you start playing this role. Well, since he wants to spend all his time with me, he must just want to see how, how I am as a wife. He may just want to see, you know, how I'm going to do this once he decides to get married. Or it just feels good. It feels good to it be does. wanted to be around. It does. It feels good to have that kind of intense energy and attention. It feels really good. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, or I'm tired and I just want to shower. That, yeah, no, trust me. Yep, that one too. Or I got this beautiful suite for us, baby. Just us on a vacation. And y'all <laughs> don't go outside or y'all go to another state. <laughs> <laughs>
yes but no but no and, and it's not it's not necessarily funny we're not poking fun at this happening to you but you know when these are aired out when you say these things out loud you're like how did i miss this exactly listen um esmeralda just said also and then when she was getting ready to leave because all of these things added up um he proposed let me tell you they will take you ring shopping they were proposed most of the time they'll take you ring shopping they'll propose but you'll never see a ring or they'll give you a promise ring um you know what i mean then you might meet one of the friends then man i was just telling my mom about you Th this is the truth and listen i feel validated that she is saying that she's been through all of this because we know hey they might hey look give them credit they might pop for a cubic zirconia some of them i'm sorry i have to say this oh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> I've, I, some of them might even marry you and just say you have to have a private marriage certificate. That is very true. This has happened to a family member of mine. Okay. Um, that is true. They've hey, been listen, married to other people. That's serious. Got married again to this person and said, well, it's fine. We just, they were military. Because I'm in the military, my records have to be top secret, confidential. So we have to get a private marriage license. Yeah, that happens too. Um, so be careful. Um, the, the the spirit of, of of bigamy is real in this place. It really is. You you will be surprised. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number seven, and this is the final one, y'all. How to avoid this? Understand. Look when something just doesn't feel right but you can't put your finger on it mm. all of these things have happened it feels good when we're together mm -hmm. he makes me feel so good he tells me everything i want to hear he probably treats me better than i've ever been treated before mm -hmm. but there's something there's something that doesn't feel right and i either you have it that's when you begin to have to make a choice you either make the choice to change or you make the choice to stay and hope and pray that it's not it's nothing but you just being afraid uh of losing a good man you know you know you, you i've had them you know people say oh well you're just afraid of losing a good thing that's all it is it ain't nothing it's nothing don't even worry about it no if something doesn't feel right you have to trust your gut follow your intuition the Lord has given you intuition, has given you thought, and has given you the Holy Spirit. All three of those are working in conjunction to tell you something, and you better pay attention to it. Let me tell you, okay, okay. Here's the reason why you're not paying attention to it. Technically, and I'm about to I'm about to shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Tell me we need some organ music. After, I'm gonna find some organ music. And so then I'm gonna close. Let the church. <laughs> The reason why you won't pay attention is because after all of that attention, all, after all of that going on in your life, after all of that love bombing, after all of that sex, let me tell you something. You have reached a level of obsession, obsession in your brain, mm -hmm. like literally your frontal lobe has began to shut down and you no longer see red flags right so it takes about two to three years before you even get to this point of even feeling that and having that intuition if let me let me tell you 
if y'all date properly, I don't mean to be pointing at you. I know. I'm just kind of. I'm sorry. Preach, I'm sorry. I don't want to. That's not. That's not the thing because we've been hurt before. We've yeah, been through some things. Absolutely. And so I know personally and professionally. But if you date properly, the problem is too many people are dating like they're married, and when they break up, they need an emotional divorce. Mm-hmm. And so if you date properly, you're supposed to be dating. In an objective way in which you're assessing a person and whether they could be someone you could be with long term, you only give up or give away yourself or invest incrementally. And when you incrementally invest each time you decide to, you assess the situation to see if they deserve that level of investment. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. But here's the thing. Um, y'all, he just said it. Dating is supposed to be used for an observation period. Okay. It is for observation, which means the moment you get to a place, I hear people say all the time, well, how do I know? And when do I, when, you know, how do the moment you get to a place that it no longer suits the direction that you want to go in that relationship you cannot be so afraid to be alone or to look um like you get lost again that you stay in that situation and continue mm. on you cannot allow fear to rule um where you're going in this relationship if it if it don't fit you must quit okay <laughs> <laughs> like, right period and and listen you will save yourself a world of heartache from the beginning and earlier on, if you begin to be honest with yourself, Kenyon, listen, y'all, this next book that's going to come out, Kenyon lays it down. And both of us were in a place when we started dating that if you were not someone that I wanted to be with, I was not wasting my time with you. Absolutely. Listen, you're not a bad guy, but you are not the guy for me and go and be with the Lord. And that's how you have to be with that. Your time is too precious. We both came to the table openly honest and unafraid to be alone we knew exactly what we wanted we knew um what we needed to be to get it and it just so happened that uh she turned out to be the love of my life yeah <laughs> i kind of but we him. were but we were prepared in a place that there was no fear yes ma'am no, Talk to me. there was no fear. Finished. I raised it so you can finish your statement. <laughs> we were prepared in a place where there was no fear and there was no hesitation and there was full honesty. And y'all, if if I can be a hundred percent honest with you, it was it was uh, to such a degree and to such a place that because he was so sure, he proposed to me before he had ever laid eyes on me in person, ever that's how sure we were about what we wanted in a mate. And it wasn't a, oh my God, you like the same music I like. Oh my God, yeah. you like the same shows. It was like we sat down and we compared lists and we compared how we raise our children. We compared how we, you know. I tell you what, what you'll, you'll know exactly what we did in the next book. Oh, so I'm talking too much. That's what he said. I'm talking too much. <laughs> okay, sorry. You'll know exactly what we did because I'm laying it all out and I'm laying out the mentality and the thought process that went to it. Yes, we're going to teach you how to date again yeah again because right. if you was good at it you wouldn't be i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> hey listen we've been there trust yes, us absolutely trust us we, we we're able to laugh because we're able to laugh at us right all right you know what we had something later on i don't want to do it you but do it? no 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 we, we, we we've taken up enough time 
um, we were going to go into, we was going to take, bring another celebrity to the Martin's couch and the Soul Glow spotlight. Right. But we just don't have time right, right now. So we'll be back next Wednesday. Be sure to plug in and we'll have this podcast up by next week. Yes. And so listen, if y'all, if you're listening in on the replay, ask your questions, leave your comments. We'll come back and respond still later if you have anything you want to say to us, okay? But it has been real. Um, we enjoy hanging out with y'all. All right. God bless. Talk to you later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's SoulCast broadcast. We hope you enjoyed the program. We invite you to visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com where you can leave your voice recorded question or comment that may be selected for future SoulCast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can stay up to date with our program. See you next week. <laughs>